Welcome to NGS, the game, no game scheduled, the time, the podcast where we talk about sports even though there are no games scheduled. Yes, we are still alive. Yes, <laughs> alive and well. Um, I've had a bout with Corona, went to Texas, you know, experienced life. Matt, he's been uh, hitting the gym, Oh yeah. getting a tan. I have been getting a tan. So, I have. not as dark as me, but we move. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, to the light of maybe a couple, we're going to talk about baseball. John, of course, is not here today, but Fernando Tatis has been hit with an 80-game suspension for PED use. But the story is that he is saying is uh, he used some sort of chemical that they clocked as a PED, mm-hmm. which is kind of tragic because when you see the headline, Fernando Tatis pegged for PED use, you think, oh, one of the bigger stars of the baseball, of the baseball, of the game of baseball has been, you know, caught using PEDs, which, you know, has happened before, but I don't know. What do you, what do you think about this? What do you think about um, this? Because you're the baseball guy. Oh, yeah, totally. Now that, now that John's gone, I'm the Yeah, you're guy. the baseball guy. Oh, God. John's going to roll over in his, he's going <laughs> to roll over when he hears this. I don't know, like, Tati's being suspended, okay. Do the Padres, like, need him? I guess not. You just signed Soto. Yeah. You just traded for Soto. Um, it's definitely going to hurt them a little bit, especially in their race, but they're not going to, like, they're not going to feel it, I think, till the playoffs. I think when they feel it, right, playoffs. Yeah. I feel like during the playoffs, they're def- he's definitely going to be hurting for that, for uh, Tatis, but they're not going to, um, like, right now, I don't think it really doesn't matter. Like, it's not, like, a huge deal. Like, it is pertaining to Tatis and, like, baseball in general, but in terms of the Padres... It's not going to be that big. They won't really feel this. Like, not too bad. Mm-hmm. On the hitting front, sure. Defensive front, I think it might be a, a good thing on defensive front. We know that he's an ERA, he's an error machine. Yeah. He just pumps out errors, and it's it's just not... It, it's a big deal, but, like, if this story is true about the hair thing, it's not a big deal. If it's just a safe face, then mm-hmm. I think he should be suspended more games. Yeah. That's what I was about to ask you. Do you think... I mean, it depends on the situation, but do you think he deserves... To, do you think it's a fair amount? Do you think it needs to be more? Do you think it needs to be a lesser amount? Um, I think it's a fair amount. I, f- I feel like it's... Everybody says, like, oh, PEDs, you know, PEDs, especially in, like, baseball, PEDs yes. is, like, a huge thing because it's, yes. like, the game, you know, you don't disrespect the game. But it's, like, everybody takes them at some point, I bet. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not juiced up or anything right now. This makes me look bad. Mm-hmm. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean. Like, there's a bunch of people that have taken them in every different time period. Mm-hmm. Baseball was big juicing back when Sosa was playing and stuff. Yes. So, and McGuire. Yeah, like... And I those mean, two were competing for the home run. Yeah. Yeah, very convenient good that times. those two... Yeah. Well, good good times, yeah. Depends there how you look times. on that. Yeah, those were times. <laughs> <laughs> how you look at it, Mark McGuire. He tested positive. Sammy what are you gonna do? Man. What are you gonna do? He tested positive. It's done. It's over with. He got a suspension. People are saying he should be banned. Is ridiculous. People saying, "Oh, that's too much of it." The suspension was good. They okay. suspended him for the rest of this season. I think a little bit next season. I don't. I don't. Is that? I don't know the calendar as well as you probably. No, so. I don't. I don't know the calendar as well. So, as uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember how many games it was. About an 80-game suspension. It was an 80-game suspension, so... They've played, like, uh, 119 games right now, so it will lead in the next season. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. He tested positive whether or not it was true or not. He still did. As an athlete, you're still required to watch what you put in on and 
yeah near your body kind of which so, is fair which, which is, is a fair. fair point baseball is a cheater's game yeah pitchers are a lot well they're not allowed to but pitchers use mystical creative mm-hmm. pace and all this to oh, get yeah. swerve every and all, year all there's that the, the getting ball. a new pan because pitchers mm-hmm. think of something new the guy's 23 he still has a lot of career left right you know he just serves it he gets over it uh but a lot of people have come out like his father was like, oh, you know, it's the hair gel thing. Which, I mean, if your dad's back, your dad's supposed to back you. Yeah, no I've what. never, the only time I've ever seen a family member not back somebody is uh, Jose Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Or, or Jose, <laughs> Jose Altuve. Okay. okay. Uh, Jose Altuve is when, oh. when his niece, like, commented, like, oh, he's got a wire they were cheating the whole time. I think that's mm. probably the only time I've, I've seen it. If I was a professional athlete... And that happened to me. I would, the first thing I would do is tell my family members, you are not to talk to the media. You are not to post anything online. You let me make the first statement. In my opinion, when a family member posts something about how I'm innocent, even though I tested positive for PEDs, yeah. I feel like that just makes it ten times worse. <laughs> so I, I always think of, uh, there's a recent one for, I don't know if it, it was for college, uh-huh. for hockey college, some like athlete, one of the Michigan goalies, I think, tested positive. But it was like the size of a grain of salt. In his body, in his uh, blood system. Yeah. That's how that's how big the PED was because the manufacturer of the bottle yeah. dropped it in it and he got that bottle. And so that's what it was. But he still came out and said, he says, I'm still responsible. I will serve this. It was like a 14-game suspension. I'll serve this 14-game yeah. suspension. It was my responsibility even though it was the, so small. Yeah. I mean, tough time. Well, his dad also said all of baseball loses when his son is not playing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. We'll say that. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just so weird because, like, you can eat enough poppy seeds and test positive for, like, substances. Right. So, like, it's so finicky and, like, I, I don't know. I don't know about the ins or outs about They're that. very, like, yeah. if you drink cough syrup because you're sick, you test positive. Yeah. Like, it's, and, like, I wonder if he would have just came out, like, and said, like, hey, I have this new hair product. If I test positive, this yeah. is why. I wonder what that what But that realistically, you're, like, you know, you're super athlete. Mm-hmm. You you know, do you really know what's in your hair product? Do you really know? Like, I You're doubt just, he no. knew. I doubt. Well, I think he knows now. And I like, don't think he's being as young as he is, twenty three. Um, he's probably not one of the veterans to go and like look at his hair products. Like, am I making sure I'm putting this in my body right? And he probably makes so much money that he's just he just buys it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So I can't blame him if this is the hair product reason. If it if it is PEDs for sure, then it's like he doesn't look like. A, like you look at his figure, he doesn't look like a PED type. He didn't put on like forty pounds of muscle in the off season. No, so, like, that's I the thing because he looks he looks pretty lanky. He looks he looks and, lean. Yeah. I mean, obviously the uniforms that goes head to like head to like your arm mm-hmm. or from your toe to your arm, so you can't see much muscle. But like you would still know. Yeah, you would still know. Like you could tell when Mark McGuire was doing that. Mm-hmm. You could tell when Sammy was doing that. Right. You could tell when uh, Jeter. Oh, yeah. You could tell when Jeter was doing that. that. I looked at the picture of him and I said, I don't think he did it. I won't be as cracked down on it. Speaking of the MLB, the MLB's most hated team. I wish John could be here for this. Uh, Yeah, John, don't worry. I have the Yankees hatred in my heart for you today. The Yankees, right, are currently 2-8 in their last 10 games. They're on a horrible, horrible downslide. But they're on top of the AL East. What's going on with the Yankees? What do you think? So I saw a stat on SportsCenter today uh-huh. that they have the lowest win percentage. I think it's like 2-11 in the month of August. Huh. The lowest win behind the Detroit Tigers, who are re- rebuilding, and the Oakland A's, who are always rebuilding. So 
the fact that the Yankees, who this is this is so surprising, they were dominating at the mm-hmm. end of July, absolutely dominating, and then the month of August hit and they just have this slump. It begs the question: Why? Like, what is going on? I haven't been following them enough to know. They played. The only two wins they've had are the Mariners and the Red Sox, but they've lost the series on both of those. What What happened? Like, I don't. I don't really get it. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the like the games now, and the hitting has just really fallen off. <laughs> Yesterday, when they played the Rays, they got one run. Uh, the day before that, they you know only got. They didn't get any runs. Like they have, their hitting has falling off. Mm-hmm. And considering that they have such a high wage bill and that they're the highest paid team, and like your bats, like John uh, Stanton, John Carlos Stanton, that guy mm-hmm. came from the Marlins. Like his bats falling off. A lot of bats have fallen off. Uh, I mean, you can't win baseball games without runs. No, you got to make contact on the ball. I think it could be more of a slump and a bit of an overreaction. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they'll turn on in the playoffs. Right. I feel like I feel like this might be a slump right yeah. before they start picking it up again. And mm-hmm. Especially if they, if they get hot in, like, October, September, I mean, yep. then... October games matter, yeah. Yeah, October I, games matter. Yeah, I mean, it's a long season as well. Teams will fluctuate. Do I think the Yankees will fail to make the playoffs? No. No. I'm more disappointed than the Blue Jays, right? I'm dis- I've adopted them as my AL team now. Oh, God. I've adopted them as my AL team. And they've gone 2 for 8 as well in their last 10. And they were looking hot when I saw them. So I don't know what happened to them, but they're 10 games behind the Yankees, who are currently on a downslide. The Rays are looking better than both of them. The Orioles are having a better streak of 10 than... And the Red Sox are just merely existing right now. So the AL East, everyone... Who yeah, could a- be more bleep? Right, the AL East is struggling right now. Yeah, the only so thing that's been doing good is what T- Tampa's on like a four-game winning streak right now. Yeah, and they're they're looking good. So, but they're playing the Yankees. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, let's just go over baseball in general real quick, cause, and then we'll talk about what you want to talk about. The AL West Astros. I'm currently wearing the Astros hat, by the way. I went to Houston, Ugh, got the hat. Disgusting. I just want to be a biggest, the biggest op to every team that the Sox don't like. So disgusting. So Astros hat, Blue Jays hat. I might get a Royals hat next week or something. You never know. Uh, the Mariners are doing well. Uh, Rangers, the Angels are currently, you know, they're winning games, but, like, they're still not where they should have they're, been. They're not going to make the They're playoffs. not making the playoffs. Leaves a question mark on Shohei Otani. Where does he end up? God, if he shows up to Wrigley Field. God, if he showed up. I will sacrifice so many goats <laughs> for that, man. Uh, Would you, let me ask you something. Would you take Shohei Otani for not winning a World Series for the next 50 years? 50, not 100, 50. For the next 50? How old would you be when they won then? 60? 70. 70. Uh, they won't win for the next 50 years to get... Well, I wouldn't take that offer. But Shohei's somewhat young. And if I believe that the bullpen will develop, and I okay. believe that the team develops... If, if they won the World Series in his last year with the Cubs, and let's say he retired after that, would you take it? Fem, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> we waited 100 years for the other one. What's the 20 going to do to me? Are you kidding? Dude, I'll take that any day. 20 years. 20? Bro! What if you don't touch the I'm not going anywhere. What's the worst that could happen? I'll take that easy. This man says this man beat COVID, and he was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Let's talk about the National League. The Mets. 
They're looking good. The Mets look good. Could maybe. this be the year the Mets don't met? Mm, I don't know. It's still <laughs> early. It is still early. Uh, plenty of season left. The Braves are, you know, on their tails as well. So, I mean, that's interesting. The Nationals, you know, got rid of Juan Soto. They're tanking now. Uh, what a fun time for the Nationals. What a fun time for Washington sports. If you're a Washington fan, if you're a Caps fan, National fan, the other team... Uh, I mean, two out of three is pretty good yeah, for pretty for good. like like five year span or how am I? Do they not have a basketball team? We don't talk about them. Oh okay. <laughs> the Wizards. Two out of four. The two out of four is all right. The Cards uh, top the NL Central. We don't you know. Are, are we surprised that the Dodgers or the West or? Oh, they're beating the Diamondbacks. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Oh, the Rockies haven't. The good. Rockies are underperforming. Oh, who would have seen this one coming? The only surprise for me is the Pirates are doing worse than the Reds. The Reds, the same team that threw a no-hitter and still lost. Bro, they turned it on. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I love the Central. The The NL Central is hilarious. If you look at the postseason chances, mm-hmm. the bottom three teams, out of the five, yeah. have less than 1%, less than 0.1% chance of making the playoffs. I believe it. No, because they're all dog. They're all terrible. The Pirates missed their window. The Cubs barely got their window. Cubs had a window? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was a rainy day in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, a storm washed the pain away. And the Reds are, you know, the Reds. No, well, yeah. The Reds and the, so, the Pirates. That, that sounds but I want to talk about John's favorite topic, his favorite team, Chicago White Sox. The AL Central, right? The Guardians are there. The Twins are there, mm-hmm. then the White Sox and the Royals and the Tigers, they're right. kind of the discarded trash. What's going on with the White Sox? Because they were, they were doing well, all right. Tony LaRusso decided to take a nap <laughs> during one of the games. And then just recently, more recently, uh, he took, he'll deny it, he'll deny it until the day he dies, but he took advice from a fan who was in the 10th row, walked all the way down to the net uh-huh. behind Jose Abreu, who was up to bat and uh, said, "Tony, Tony, you gotta pinch it. You gotta pinch run Eloy. Put angle in for Eloy." Next thing you know, about thirty seconds later, Tony calls a timeout and pinch runs Eloy for Adam Angle. But it wasn't the fan. No, no, no. The fan didn't give him the idea. I promise. I like a manager that can. I, you know what? Bias. I honestly believe him because I don't think he can hear past the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might believe him. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he had his hearing aids in. What do you say? Something about a decoy? The yeah. decoy? Get him in. Get Chris Sale. Where is he? You want me to pinch it or you? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. And I love, I edited a meme of Tony LaRusso. He's like, what, 70 years old? Right. Uh, him running with the cartoon sound effect, and it's the funniest thing I've ever I think we created. posted it on Instagram. It was yeah, so funny. it is. Well, yeah. It's amazing. Check out the Instagram, NGS underscore official. I uh, got it. I hope I got that right. Yeah, I think so. Okay, but... Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, but the White Sox, I mean, God. They're, they're, the they're Battle they're of Chicago right. is looking pretty bad right they're now. They're only a game behind Central. Yeah, like, true. That's, like, they're only a game behind Central, and they have the most... They have a better chance of making it than, I'd say, Cleveland or Minnesota. Do they make it past the first round? By God, if they did, that'd be like winning the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because it's, it's competitive. There's I, a lot of teams around that 60-game mark. I would argue that the White Sox making it past the first round would be just as well as the Minnesota Timberwolves making it out of the playing round. <laughs> <laughs> Why do it? Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Beverly's yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're going to have to keep it moving. Uh, so we're going to keep it moving from baseball to our favorite sport, one of our favorites, hockey. 
Now, not much has happened, nothing, but nothing has happened. <laughs> a little uh, interesting, interesting rumor has caught my eye, and I just want to talk and give it smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, Nazem Kadri won the chip with the Avalanche. You know, decent player, top six player. He was he played pretty good. Yes. this last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he, he, and he and he's a free agent, so he's earning a contract. When you play good, you win the cup, and you're going to be a free agent. Typically, you're going to get a bag. Yes, you're typically. Yeah. yeah, you shouldn't, but typically you will. Yes. He got offered, apparently, if you believe the Islanders, a $7 million for seven-year contract. What the hell are they smoking in New York? Dude, they have made no off-season moves. None. They, None. No. They didn't make any so far, I think. Yet, this is the person. They were waiting for Kadri. This is what they were doing. They were <laughs> biding their time. <laughs> they were waiting. Like, this feels like such a Julius Randle-ish, mm-hmm. like where, like, you didn't get Kyrie, didn't get uh, Durant. So what did you do? You, uh, you know, you got the next best thing, Julius Randle. This was what it feels like because Nazem Kadri is 32 years old. It's a seven-year contract, so he'll be playing hockey till he's 39. Seven mil, like, here, to give you context, right? Alex DeBrinkett, very good player, mm-hmm. top six player. Future. Could, Future, probably, um, I'd say, Future. captain of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. He... He signed a three-year contract with us, and the cap hit was six point four mil. Mm-hmm. Tell me the correlation between Alex Debrinka getting six point four mil for that. He's young. He's talented. He could he could have gotten a lot more. To Kadri, who's not as good offensively, who defensively doesn't fit in the Islanders system. The Islanders play, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't even care about sports, let me just tell you, the Islanders play some of the most boring hockey. They play, like, if the equivalent of it to soccer, let's say... Parking the bus. Right. And the soccer formation for, like, let's say an average NHL team is probably a 4-4-2. Yes. 4-3-3 maybe. Mm -hmm. If you're, like, a heavy attacking team. The Islanders should play a nine-one. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, they play nine it's in the exactly back. that, and it's the coach. The coach plays a grind set brand of hockey, which you know is effective to win games in the regular season. Doesn't win you games in the playoffs, sadly. The problem is when you you're not going to get a stellar offensive player, like you're not going to get an Alex Brinkett or a Matthew Tuchuk, who plays a great offensively and okay defensively. Mm-hmm. If your mind is always the fact that. We're a hundred foot. We're a hundred foot team, but the hundred feet is on the defensive end. Yes. We're gonna win games one to zero, two to one. We're never gonna win a five to eight game or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. that's probably you're never gonna get a good offensive player with that mindset. Yeah, and Kadri, who's he's decent offensively, doesn't play well defensively, but like it just doesn't. It didn't add up. He's gonna be old. Lou, not not our Lou, not Lou from Mischievous. Lou, uh, what's his name? Luminero. I don't know. Luminales. I don't know. Lou Mozzarella, let me talk to you. Because (laughs) my brother in Christ, what are you thinking offering this man this amount of money for being a top six player? So the report that I heard was that he was going to get that amount of money and throughout the whole contract was going to be a no trade clause. Like, that is the worst. That that would rival the Seth Jones contract. Mm -hmm. As the worst contract in the NHL. I, when I heard this, I said he'll be a fringe top six player. Because when he ages, when players age, you don't know how badly they will perform. He'll play at a top six level for maybe three years or so. But tell me, name me a 39-year-old that's played at a top six level. 
Name me. Just one. Marion Hose only played till what? 30, 37. 37. Yeah. And even then, he was like a third liner. Yeah, he was in Arizona for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like, so there has been no 39-year-old that I can think of that last. So was it like Zendaya Chara, but he... It's like, different with it's him. It's different with it's him. It's a different... You don't have to... He doesn't He doesn't need to play 20 minutes a night like a regular defenseman. So, so, you need him there for five minutes to rough up the young guys. So if I am a New York Islanders executive, here's what I'm doing. Either one, I'm trying to locate that fountain of youth somewhere. Because, by God, I'm going to need it. Or two... I, I quit. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm going across the river, going to New York. You know, the Rangers look cool. They look really good right now. It, because th- this is ridiculous. It just doesn't add up. And Kaji is such a good player, but he's just not worth that. He's not worth it at all, especially at that age. Unless they think they'll get the next Yamir Yager out of him, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm Yamir Yager. I'm Yamir <laughs> Yeah, this is... Uh, no, it's it's a long day. Long day at the office for... Yeah. For well, Islanders fans. Islanders fans, man, they were on the peak, the pinnacle of getting there, and it just smacked back to reality. Sports are cool. I remember, like, a couple years ago, like 2018 maybe? twenty Yeah, 2019 when um, the St. Louis when St. Louis won the Cup, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Islanders were slated to, like, win the Cup. Like, they were doing really good. Yes. They were going to win. And they got knocked out in, like, the first or second round or something like that, I think. And ever since then, they've just been downhill. And they didn't even make, make the playoffs the year prior to that. So No. One it, thing that I do want to mention, uh, Huberdo. If you heard about Johnny Huberdo. All the big trade, yes. No, I, it's, not only that. He decided that when he dies, he's going to donate his brain for CTE research. That's good. That's so good. it's going to be very interesting when he dies that we're going to see some report, our NGS listeners and. 70 years. <laughs> They're going to hear about this. Remember 70 years ago when we talked about this? And the Hawks signed don't, Johnson. Yeah, don't matter. Don't ma- the tickets are going to be cheap. That's fun. I'm so excited. I we can probably it. do NGS. At- it, yeah, it's going to be so quiet. No, Yeah, yeah, because no one's going to go. So United Center NGS uh, could happen. I know. We gotta figure out how to get the uh, get the equipment in there, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Dude, I mean, there's gonna be the no Hawks security. don't have any good defense at all. So yeah. <laughs> Seth Jones is the secretary of defense over there. Anything we'll get through. His game plan is just lay on the ice and hope for the best. At that point, let's go from defense to offense. NFL young boy, aka George Pickens. When he got drafted, this gentleman was wearing a ski mask, standing like NBA young boy. His his hype song, he did an interview. His hype song is Finito by Chief Keef. This is a hood classic. This is a, this is a dangerous man. This is a, <laughs> like, this is a menace to society. There are clips of him just bowling over, uh, you know, cornerbacks as he's running. Like, it's nuts what he can do. He's a freak physically, but he's a meme. He's a meme first. It's just, a, it's a band of characters mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. You have small hands Kenny Pickett, who, you know, they said, oh, he can't be good because his hands are small. Ha ha, he's actually showing up. Yeah, he he made a couple good passes. I do want to say that anything preseason, I take with a grain of salt, yes. even with the Bears, because while the Bears did play good, I mean, they probably played their second stringers against Kansas City's third stringers. Yeah. I would like to see them play their second stringers against second stringers. Like, that. that's the more interesting thing. Because, one, we don't have any players, like, in general. Mm-hmm. And, two, we kind of suck right now. It was just very fortunate that Matt Nagy is working with the Chiefs again because apparently he signed a contract throughout his whole career that he can only score 14 points at Soldier Field. 
So, <laughs> is, that, nice. is that in there? That's in the, that's creative. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that because he he's generally just never exceeded that. Uh, Malik Willis from the yeah. Tennessee, he did well as well in preseason. I mean, he he's looking good. And then Mike Vrabel just seems to hate his guts because he was like, "Oh, I want him to throw the football." He got a rushing touchdown, so I benched him. Like, <laughs> wow, Tennessee, you're looking you're looking odd today. Just Skip Bayless. So we have to talk about this. I have something that just came out too. We're we'll talk about your Skip Bayless thing. No, no, no. Let's talk about your. What? what wait, what did the Packers say? What's going on with the Packers? Uh, no, this is about basketball. Oh, okay. You know what? Drip Bayless, the biggest hater in the game. Tweeted about Bronny, right? Now, Bronny, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Bronny goes about coast to coast, dunks it, you know, jumps over a guy, dunks it with his right hand. Entertaining, you know, good to see. Good for a 17-year-old kid, regardless of who his father is. In regards to his father, Drip Bayless then (laughs) tweeted, Hey, Bronny, impressive, but your dad would have dumped it left-handed. You sure got away with it, though. If you see this, you're like, oh, wow. Skip Bayless really does not like his lineage. Now, did you see the explanation he gave for this I did tweet? not see this, no. He gave an explanation. He basically said that he meant, hey, Bronny, it was an impressive dunk. Your dad would have dunked it left-handed because your dad's ambidextrous. And he would have used his basketball IQ to be like, oh, well, the defender's on my right, so I have to go around him. And not on my right hand where I could possibly get stuffed. And then he said you sure got away with it because you got away with dunking on the guy considering that positioning. That's what his context was. And he said that the tweet was a commentary. That's some hating. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, any anytime you say you have a compliment but say but, it, it's going to come off as hating when it's in tweet form. Now, if I say, hey, nice hair, Matt, but... Yes. I'm, I'm never, I don't care what he said before the butt. Yeah. Anything after yeah. the butt is what he truly means. Exactly. Like, if I say, hey, John, nice mustache, but, like, <laughs> come on. Like, it's not, exactly. If John comes back with a mustache the next time we see him, oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine. But what, what's your story? What's your story? LeBron James signed a two-year, $97.1 million contract extension including a player option for the 24-25 season. Why? Well, he's entering his final year for his contract. His contract was $44.5 million, I think. So this extra two years, you know what it does? What? It's going to get him to play with Bronny. Because Bronny is a senior this season, maybe a junior. Uh-huh. Senior next year, then maybe, if he's a junior this year. He'll sign a one, two-year contract again so that he can play with Bronny for one year. Bryce? No, he's not playing with Bryce. Bryce... Bryce is too young still. But he's going to play with Bronny and the Lakers, or wherever he goes, and he will hand off. It's basically going to be, like, passing the, the throne. Okay. Like, that's what it's going to be. You know how, like, in Game of Thrones, it's like, it goes to my heir. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. It's like, okay, Bronny's the captain now, even though there's no technically captain in basketball. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's what it will Well, be. so he's going to wait for Bronny to get drafted. My, okay, here's my doomsday scenario. So... Say Bronny, right? Bronny, hypothetical world, right? Is Bronny the top prospect of his class? I don't know. We'll say he's top 10. Name value alone, I think he's top 5. Really? Okay. Name value alone. Well, okay, let's let's say that hypothetically he's top 5. What will be the worst teams in the NBA? Or, I'm sorry, how many? When he, when he gets draft, so drafted, two, three. like two, two or three, three years. So, what's, 
I okay, so it's gonna be hard to predict because I can't put teams like the Rockets and OKC who are bad now, but they look good, like they're promising. They might be so two, three years. You have to, playoffs, you yeah. basically have to grab a crystal ball and figure out who's gonna be bad. But then there's one constant that I always think about. Who I know LeBron hates to go, Bronny. Welcome to the Orlando Magic, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Orlando. I think. We- <laughs> Dude, if he... Oh, man. Bronny, welcome to Orlando. We have Magic Mountain. We have Disney World. The, the Walt Disney's been here. And there's nothing else. There's nothing else. I'd love to see that. The teams that are going to be obviously tanking will try to tank even harder uh-huh. for it to get Bronny because Bronny will probably bring LeBron. One team that comes to my mind might be Sacramento. <sighs> yeah, dude. The more we list off teams, the more I'm thinking of that. Like it's funny. Imagine LeBron. Cleveland. Hit... No, that's too good. Think no. about it. No, okay. It's good. Adam Silver might write that on the script, but I <laughs> I don't think, like, it's too good to be true. It's I too think good. Whichever one of. Because Cleveland looks like they're competitive too. So then, like Colin Sexton's there. I think they're in the OKC Rockets boat, where like, they're. They, they'll they be decent enough to not be tanking. Colin Sexton might want to trade in the next two, three years. You think so? He'll get a, you'll get a number one draft pick for him. Another team uh, I thought about, it's it's a shot in the dark, right? Because they look decent, but you never know. New Orleans. Because yeah, you never know, especially when you, if you might you, trade it's, Zion. Yeah. It's depending on Zion. That's the only thing. Like That team looked good. They made the play-in with, without him. It's a chemistry thing. Can you keep that core there? But, like, I just, I'm thinking and I can't, I just cannot wrap my head around. Imagine Bronny in Indiana. At the Pacers? Yes. Uh, What was that, Bankers? Yeah. I don't don't even know. I'm not a Pacers fan, but, like, imagine Bronny and Braun at the Pacers arena, like, in cornfields every night. That, that actually might be a dream of mine. I don't even like the Pacers, but I just like the image of those two. I just like the image of LeBron and Bronny being stuck in. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Get me out of here! <laughs> oh, like, like, dude. There's so many scenarios that like are enticing to me, to make me think like this could be fun. Like Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't. The see Nets it. might. I don't want it to be a big city. My doomsday scenario is like cornfields, or the ghetto. <laughs> that no, like I don't want it to be Brooklyn or New York or like LA. Like that's too good. That's too storybook. I want them in Milwaukee. Bronny and Bron in Milwaukee, right? There's no, there's not enough cap space on that team for those three idiots between Giannis, <laughs> between Giannis, Bron, and Bronny. There's not enough cap space. Oh, uh, like I don't know. It's just I want them to end up. I don't think that would happen, but it'd be funny. Maybe Minnesota. They end up in Minnesota, where I it's don't... always cold. <laughs> they end up in Toronto, where it's always cold. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's the brilliant one. That's actually brilliant. Like, Bronny has to get a international, or like a passport. Or it's like Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte! Dude, send them to Ch- Charlotte! Dude, if they play for Charlotte, wouldn't they play under They would play Jordan? for, look, they play for Jordan. Oh they my play, God. Yo, Jordan, Jordan's big Jess move. Jordan's massive big brain 3D chess move would be drafting Bronny. Wait, yes. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. So and you know who plays for Charlotte? Who? Ball. Michael Jordan is a pi- he is a piling the affinity stones for 
families. For ba- yeah, for families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just needs to get Hernan Gomez. Oh, Wait, my God. hold on. I think he might play there. He grabs one of the Antetokounmpo brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> His starting five is Lomelo Ball, LeBron James, Bronny James, Antetokounmpo, Lopez. And, and Lopez. Lopez, yeah. Oh, my God. How have we not thought of this? Dude. Bro. Oh, my. It's so there's a, actually a possibility the Charlotte Hornets could draft Bronny. And knowing Michael Jordan's so petty, because Bron wants to play with him, He's going to force him to play. <laughs> you know how many assets I think Michael Jordan would move in order Michael to get Jordan that pick? I would move every asset he possibly could outside of LaMelo Ball and any Dude, other young Dude, he would star. move three first-round picks. He would move mountains. <laughs> <laughs> he would call Adam Silver himself and say, Adam, it's time. The plan has come to fruition. <laughs> I'm looking at the teams like I just, I don't know. Like I don't see Portland. I, I don't I don't think. No. Well, no. let's say hypothetically Dame falls, or Dame starts to not perform as well. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're not making the... They didn't make the playoffs last year, right? Like... They did just trade for somebody, though. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting to see how that works out, because they've been saying that for the past couple of years. Atlanta? Atlanta's too good. They're too good for Atlanta. Like, Utah. Wait a minute! Bronny and Bron in Utah? Some of the most despicable fans in basketball, Bronny and Braun. Let's make a movie. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so what are your top what are your top places? Because I think mine are gonna be Indiana, Orlando, Charlotte. I'm gonna say like top places for doomsday scenarios? Yes, doomsday yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say this is Toronto was a good one from you, to be honest. I, I will say number one is Charlotte. Because oh, I think it'd okay. be hilarious to play under Michael Jordan. I'm number s- number two I'm going to say is the Pacers. And number three, I'm going to say the Knicks, because I just think it would be really funny. <laughs> the Knicks. I do like the Knicks. It's or just... Utah. I do, I do like that. I just The I Knicks think... aren't nicking right now, though. No. The Knicks aren't nicking. So it's like, it would be funny, but they're not, they're not the Knicks. They're not the authentic Knicks. This is like another version of the Knicks we're watching right now. Mm-hmm. But maybe in a couple of years they will start being the true, real Dolan, James Dolan ran New York Knicks that I know and love. Right. The ones we make fun of, make the memes of. But uh, I, I think we have to get off of basketball and doomsday scenarios today. Uh, because Serena Williams has retired, right? 23 Grand Slams, uh, you know, one of the greatest athletes of all time. I used to watch tennis because it was on before soccer. And Serena, like, there was a moment in time where Venus was the best sister, mm-hmm. and then Serena just took the crown and just ran with it for, like, a decade. Right, over. And, I mean, she, she's just really good, and now she's retiring, and I think it just shows me how old I am. Sad day for tennis, but... And when yeah, you're old, she was definitely dominant. Yeah. But tennis is one of those sports that the world forgets about quickly. Yes. So she might, unless she's, like, very active, like, let's say Shaq, mm. she might... Quickly. Well, maybe she can be like an analyst or something. Yeah. I mean, she. It's not like she was just Joe Small or like a fifth rank. She mm-hmm. was, you could argue, the best player for the longest time. The, one of the best athletes for mm-hmm. a long time. So, you know. Yeah. So, are we getting into this, this soccer rants? No, 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 not yet. Because okay, okay, okay. we're going to talk about F1 real quick. Oh, we got to talk about F1. So, I explained this story to Matt. Matt thought it was funny. So that's the only reason we're going to go through it. Uh, so, basically, right, for my non F1 fans, uh, there are teams. And every team has two racers, so about, what, like, 
there's 10 teams, and each team has two racers, so there's 20 people on the grid. Now, uh, I'm not going to say names, because if you don't know names, you're not going to know names. But one team had two racers, and one team, one team racer, right, his, he retired. So the other team, let's call him Team B, took that racer. So Team A was, or no, Team A took that racer from Team B. So Team B was looking for a racer, because they only had one. Now, they said that they signed this hot up-and-coming guy named Oscar Pastra. Piastri? Piastri. Mm-hmm. You know, a young up-and-coming racer. He's good. And they came out and said basically that, uh, you know, hey, we signed this young driver, uh, and he's going to be racing for us next year. Now, the driver basically came out on Twitter, and here's how the tweet reads. It says, I understand that without my agreement, Alpine F1, Team B, have put out a press release late this afternoon saying I'm driving for them next year. This is wrong, and I have not signed a contract with Alpine, Team B, for 2023. I will not be driving for Alpine next year. What were they expecting if the guy just didn't show up to the, like, to the practices or, like, any of the meetings. Like, what was going to happen there? Who was going to drive the car? Do you know how funny it would have been if uh, Piastri was just like, all right, this is weird, but maybe maybe my camp just needs to talk to them or whatever. You yeah. Know, right? No, do you know, imagine how funny it would be, no interaction between the two camps <laughs> till the like, practice starts, and then Piastri gets a notification. Alpine has suspended Piastri from team involvement, <laughs> and Piastri's like, who are these guys? Yeah, like, where, yeah, like where'd you come from? It's been it's become such a meme that soccer teams are posting it. Airline has posted a meme of it. They basically have memed the format where it's like we understand that without our agreement someone has put a press release that this afternoon we are announcing a signing this evening. This is wrong and we haven't signed anybody. Like uh Dortmund has made a press conference like everyone has and it just it's made no sense. Ryan Air made a joke about it like I just I don't know what what this is. I don't know what you're doing in this scenario. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you mess this up so badly? Mm-hmm. Like this never happens. No. Like imagine a, imagine like a basketball team announcing a trade and it's just like this. Like Ronnie got or LeBron got traded and they used the, like it's nuts. Yeah. Like Charlotte announces, we traded LeBron for like a bag of balls, and and the Lakers are like, we no, you didn't. <laughs> I understand that without my agreement, <laughs> there was a trade, or a press release late this afternoon that there was a trade for LeBron for a bag of balls. This is wrong. I have not agreed to this trade. Uh, he this, will not be playing for Charlotte this year. <laughs> this I hope this takes the traction of what Tampa. Did when they lost and when they got swept in the first round. Oh of my god! Remember I that? Love that I'm sorry. We don't. We know we don't want to hear your excuse and you don't want to hear ours. I yeah. hope that this gets the same amount of traction. No, it's it's gotten massive in like the Euro spear. Uh, I mean, it's it's quite something. But speaking of Europe, yes, let's get into speaking it. Speaking of the yes. Euro spear, <laughs> right? It's been a while since since I've talked about it, John. I'm going to do you a big favor right now. Bleep. Bleeping. Bleepers. Bleep. Yeah, there you go. There's a long one. <laughs> Bleep. Bleep. Bleepers. All right? So we're, we have a lot of sound bites for you to use at, at your disposable. Whatever you need. 
go go crazy because I'm gonna talk about Manchester United. I've been plotting for the past couple days on how I'm going to address this team because bleep they have been catastrophically bad. Now when the season ended and we were we were like sixth place, mm -hmm. we made Europe. We get to play Hermann Jurgen and Bergen FC. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I was like, okay, we're not good. We're not bad. But we need a really good, a really, really good transfer window. Maybe we could compete to play Champions League against Real Madrid, Barcelona, mm -hmm. and not Hermann Bergen Jurgen FC. Right. <laughs> United, the team I love, the team whose flag is flying above my bed right now, uh, their transfer window was nothing short of bleep okay uh so let, let me just pull let me just pull up all the transfers so i can have a list and grade them and tell you how they're they're bad from who i do know came in christian erickson mm -hmm. he was decent at brentford worked out um first game we lost 2-1 to brighton we went to brentford brentford is in west london it's a bus stop in hounslow is the joke United get bleep on national television. What are we talking about? <laughs> to Brentford. Okay. We just got this guy. First goal. First goal. First goal. David DeHair. One of the best players on the team for a long time. He made a terrible blunder here. It happens. You happens. Gotta it go. you gotta yes. Go. It's a mental thing. Blah, 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 blah. Second goal. Eric Ten Hag is really keen on playing out from the back. The goalie has to pass the ball to the defenders, and they have to move the ball forward and shift it around. De Gea takes this literally, passes it to Eriksson, who has dropped from the center of midfield, has dropped all the way back to, like, barely the penalty area. He gets pressed. The press, he turns it over. Easy goal for uh, Brentford. It's 2-0 in, like, 10 minutes. The third goal. We made a signing. His name is something Martinez. I don't even remember his... Something Martinez, right? Something Martinez. The man is shorter than you, Matthew, playing professional football at center back. We signed Rain Mysterio to play center back for Manchester United. Of course, a towering English giant, a man who probably voted for Brexit, just jumps over him and gets the header for the third goal. And the fourth goal... I don't even remember how it happened, but we were probably outskilled in every facet defensively. Now you're wondering, it's 4-0. Do Manchester United ever mount a comeback in the offense? You have Ronaldo, Jaden Sancho, you have Rashford. Well, but we the changes we made in the second half, we took out Fred, who was the only person who had energy and fight, and put on Scott McTominay, who I now I used to think was good, but is now a passion merchant. And his only achievement is getting so many yellow cards and losses in games that we lose. Left wing, Luke Shaw. He's built like a brick now. He plays so well when he... Like a brick? No, he, look at him. He's massive now. He looks like me. And he plays left back for Manchester United. Now, if you look at him, when he plays for England, he plays with confidence, grace. He looks like a gazelle on the African sunset. But when he plays for Man United, he has the grace of a dump truck reversing on an icy slope. Just every time. It looks terrible. The only good thing about him is that he can cross. But even that's bleep sometimes. So this bleep... Oh, uh, that bleeps. Yeah. So... 
he he gets exposed multiple times. Just foot race out outran. Uh, Dallo, the right back. We don't even know where Aaron Wan-Bissaka is. Remember when we signed him for like 60 mil? Nowhere to be found. All he can do is just tackle inshallah because he's terrible. Dallo has some offensive prowess, but he can't do anything because he's working around Beavis and Butthead at the back because for some reason Eric Ten Hag wants to play Rey Mysterio in the fridge at center back and not Rafael Varane who won a World Cup Champions League and every other achievement you can achieve as a center back. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll continue because they played Bruno Fernandez, who is now on my list because he thinks he's playing rugby. Every kick of his goes over the bar. Every kick. No, look at it's never on target. He used to get like four assists and like bad goals like nothing. Nowadays, every, every shot of his looks like it's actually Cody Parkey taking a shot. Like, it's up there and it doesn't land. Jaden Sancho, he looked like a donut out there, and he was the best player. And I say, oh, he looks exciting. He's fast, he's quick, he can dribble, he can beat his man. That's the only player I think we should generally keep. Rashford, he's making runs, no one plays him. Erickson can't hit that pass. Pugba used to be able to hit that pass before his bleed hamstrings turn into jelly. But here we are, and then Ronaldo... Don't get me started on Ronaldo. Because I, I thought getting him back might be good. But I knew the advantages, right? Disadvantage, he's not going to press. Advantage, he's going to score you a lot of goals. But he's not going to press. So he's not going to create any offense, but he will, he will score. I didn't realize when we signed Ronaldo that he was going to be in West London. Looking like Marko Anatovic, who we're linked to. Because he all he did was flop. He spent more time on the ground than actually contributing to the attack. And he went to the ref and complained about getting tackled. You're playing soccer, Sunshine. You're not You're not belly dancing, okay? Right. There's going to be physical contact. All right? I don't care if you're 37 or 36 or whatever. You're going to get tackled. You're Ronaldo. You're going to get hit hard. Especially because you're playing Brentford. Name me, <laughs> name me three players from Brentford. Dude, I don't even know. I like Ivan Tony Jensen and uh, I don't even remember the other the the first guy that scored a goal. He hasn't played a game or Da Silva. That's his name. He hasn't played a game in like a year because he was injured. He but that happened. This team is the second most expensive team in the league wage wise. Everyone plays like I told you why every aspect of this team is terrible. Our substitute was Fred for McTominay. Rafael Varane for, uh, I don't remember who we subbed out for him. I don't even want to remember. I don't know why he's on the bench. He's the best center back we have at the club. He's not starting games. I don't know what I'm seeing. I don't know what Aaron Teghog is seeing from Rey Mysterio back there at training to make him think that that it's good. It's not going to work. Because you're going to get outheaded every time. Because he, he played for Ajax, right? He played for a Stroopwafel League. And maybe he could have been good. You're in the prem now, baby. Yeah, no. There are big men out there ready to head the ball full force. That used to be uh, Harry Maguire until he just disappears. But, I, uh, like, like, this team can't beat the press. This team cannot beat the press. We're supposed to be pressing. We're supposed to be the ones pressing. We can't beat the press at all, though. 
the hair looked absolutely terrible. And like, I'm here, I'm here, right? I, a long time ago, right? I wrote a whole thing about how you can fix United. Uh, what they need to do. I gave everyone grades. Uh, I, I don't even know what to do now. I ain't know what we have to do. I was sat home with Corona watching this team lose 4 nothing at halftime. Genuinely feeling worse from this game than Corona. Caleb loaded up FIFA after this and scored like 50 goals against Brentford. Yes, yes. No, I, I you know, I might go home and do... I need some therapy from this team because, like, I just... And you know what the scary part was? We were linked with two players, right? Marko Anatovic, he played for Stoke City five years ago. He's 30-something now. <coughs> You're laughing. That's like, yeah, it, I, I don't even know how to explain that in American terms. It's like playing for the New York Jets being a quarterback. That's basically what it was. And Adrian Rabio, who was decent in 2016, but just like Trippy Red, he's fell off a cliff. Right. So... Instead of thinking long-term, we, we're trying to cover potholes with stickers. And, uh, like, the team, we lost... We're in... Okay. Here, here's a fun fact. You know what position Man United are right now on the table? 20th. They're last place. With a negative five yes. goal differential. And the fans are, were so delusional this season, right? I wasn't... I, I thought we'd make Europe, right? I thought we were playing Hermann Jürgenbergen FC next year. People thought we were going to Champions League. People thought we might actually finish top four. This team is now in a relegation battle two games in. We play Liverpool next week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Now, Dude. our only hope is Darwin Nunez keeps up the form that he's been on. His Helen Keller striker accuracy where he got more red cards than goals considering the price tag. But if if any Manchester United fan really thinks that sh that Man United will not get pumped five nil four nil three nil, take a go good long look in the mirror, think nice and hard about how dumb you are, and I want the executives at United to take a good hard look because we had this conversation. Right. The guy literally was at the pub saying, "Hey, we spent a billion dollars worth of money." We don't have the club that shows that we spent that amount of money. Mm -hmm. So if you can admit that, there are two options you can go. Either A, you should really, you should, really A, you should just take it all apart. Mm -hmm. Get rid of the huge wage bill. You saw how Barcelona is currently in tons of debt and have to sell a bunch of stuff. You should really take this team apart. Because nothing shows that you are good. Nothing shows, nothing is promising. Or B, you could be more ignorant and splash more money. On player, like, and it hasn't worked for 10 years. I don't know, man. I think B is a pretty good option. It hasn't <laughs> worked for 10 years. Now, we spent, oh, here we go. Here we go. Now, I pulled it up. The world's not stopping me now. So, uh... Lisandro Martinez, that was what his name was, right? We paid $63 million for him. He's 24. He's 1.7 meters tall. What? <laughs> so let, let, me put, let me do the math here. 
Oh, seven meters. Meters to feet. He's five foot seven! He's five foot seven. So we have Rey Mysterio running around the back. Alright, that was that was one of our bigger transfers. It doesn't matter how tall he is, matter how hard he's got Caleb. <sighs> we have we got um uh that Pelish Pelistry guy, we got him from La Liga. I mean Anthony Martial, he returned on loan, so at least we got something. Uh we got a left back, a left winger, Christian Erickson might be the second biggest name, and a, another left back. Mm-hmm. Uh in total, we've spent seventy nine million and in you know, out of departures, you know, which I really think we should be doing, we uh we got rid of you know, we made ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Eric Tenhog, the poor guy, he is bald and his head is shiny. He must be stressed right now. Because he has to deal with this train wreck that is this club. There was a stat, right? Brentford. Brentford and United. Big United. Brentford. How much how many uh meters they ran? United only ran ninety meters. Or, or kilometers, my bad. Kilometers. Uh, Brentford ran about 110 of that. So, it, you can't even blame the coach. You can't even blame the coach on this. Because they've gone through three sets of coaches with this core. And it's just every time it's been the same thing. They've underperformed, they underperformed, they underperformed. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's not even like sad or like there's a there's no bright side coming. There's no happiness here. Liverpool's about to pump us for nothing. Dude, if it's for nothing, I'd be happy. It might be six or seven. And then and then we're playing Southampton. We could win that game, but after this Brentford game, I'm not really supposed to believe that we're gonna do well. See the the thing about the Brentford game is if you guys had if this was like four goals over ninety minutes and like you just messed up a couple times, oh. I'd be like, Alright, that's unfortunate. You know, you, they got lucky four times yes. and you didn't get lucky any. They scored all four within the first 35 minutes. Yes. So either you guys struggled in that first 35 minutes to get, like, a team, mm-hmm. or you guys decided, you know what, we're not playing like a team after this fourth goal. We're going to all do our individual thing, and it worked out that way. Regardless, with Liverpool, Mo Salah, Daniel Nunes, and um, Van Dyke are going to pick you apart. I can't imagine... Anybody getting past the 18-yard box. In in the 18-yard box with Van Dyke back there. Who Who's going to get back there? Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah, okay. He didn't get back there with uh, Brentford, did he? I'm looking at the bottom of the table right now. It's Everton, West Ham, Southampton. Uh, I mean, West Ham's just playing bad. They won't stay down there. But, I mean, if I, if I had to put my money on what company we're going to be alongside during this season and where we're going to end up, it's not going to be with the likes of City and Arsenal, who you'd think we were based off, like, we'd be alongside considering our wage bill. But we're along, we'd be ending up alongside Fulham, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, along those guys. Because we're, we're actually generally so bad. Arsenal, like, and it's so messed up because I watch my Arsenal fan dad watch, like, Jesus score two goals. Mm-hmm. I'm watching City, like, just destroy teams. I'm watching Tottenham play well. I'm watching Chelsea, like, actually do decently. And I'm just seeing United, like, capitulate. 
every time. And in different ways. Last season, it was always a different way. Every, like, it would be like, McGuire would mess up. Or, oh, Rashford wasn't scoring. Or, oh, we have no offense. Or, De Gea would have a blunder. But everything in this team is so rotten that it's all happening at once. And we, I rant about this for 20 minutes. There's no fixing this team, I think. There's actually no fixing this team. Sell the team. Disband the team. Break down Man United for good. You can't break down this team. You can't break it down. It's just like... It's a radical thing, but just sell everyone at the club. Honestly. Like, there's only two players I genuinely believe think should stay at this club. And it's... And it's like... Or no, three. Donny van de Beek, who doesn't get playing time for some reason, even though his boy, the Dutchman, uh, Eric Ten Hag, loves him. I think he should stay... Jaden Sancho, I still have a blind hope. Anthony Alanga, just because he might develop. Keep James Gardner. Raphael Varane still gives me a little bit of hope. But if I'm supposed to look at someone in the face and tell me tell him that like Luke Shaw, Eric Bae, Scott McTominay, Phil Jones, Aaron Wambasaka, like any of them gar- like give me a little bit of hope, no. Just, like, fire sell, get as much money as you can, because you have a long, long road ahead. And it's not, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be a long, long time before you can compete for anything. This has been No Game Schedule. (laughs) The podcast where we talk about sports, even though there are no games scheduled. I'm going to need a schedule therapy session after this. You're going to have one. You're going to go home. You're gonna beat uh, Brentford fifty to zero. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna wipe the floor with them. And the podcast. I, I, we we said the outro. Just say podcast out. So I can end this podcast out. Oh.